Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, welcome back to another week of Landlocks, a Cyclone Fanatic Gambling Podcast. I'm your host, Ted Flint. Landlocks is brought to you by Wild Rose Casino and Sportsbook. I are in Clinton, Jefferson, and Emmitsburg. I went to the Clinton one a few weeks ago. I had an amazing time. Definitely should check it out if you're in that part of the state. Jefferson is also a blast. Go play some blackjack, you know, make some bets, enjoy the food. So check them out. And they do have awesome sports books like Circa, Bet Rivers, and DraftKings. I am currently in their Bet Rivers contest to win some baseball money as long as the Braves can win tonight, which is not looking great. So, or tomorrow, or tonight, or last night, whenever you're listening to this, go Braves. As always, I'm joined by Jake Voss and Sean Chantez Fetchman. But tonight, we bring the man, Mr. Trends, Alex Gookin, to join us. Mr. Gookin, are you ready for to look at Voss's eye rolls all evening as he talk about your trends? Yeah, and I will say that although I bring the trends every week, I don't necessarily bet them all. So I like to think I've got a little bit of a balance here. You you like to lean into them a lot, and I like I like you for that, but... We'll, we'll see if we can strike a good balance tonight. While you're here, before we get into the bloodbath, that was week six. We it's mm, don't want to talk about it. I feel like we're letting people down by our cash crops. They are dying. It's great. It's not great. But Alex, Mr. First Half, Mr. I'm sure of it, Mr. Oklahoma State is covering the first half there, plus 18.3 first half margins. Just, just left Jake out the, just left him out the dry. Jake put first half minus five and a half. What happened there? What happened there, Alex? Found the Mister Mister first half bets. Uh, it's it's because you used one of the first half bets on the show. Uh, that was one of the first ones I'd lost in a long time, and I credit you guys uh, for that loss. So, hoping we can jump back on the train this week. Uh, give you a couple first quarter, first half bets to lose again so then all of my uh, betting history is just for not all right that being said we probably should discuss how terrible we all did which i did out oh and five i feel like i said i'm just letting people down i feel like i don't know if i should keep doing this podcast like i don't i don't understand i'm like i'm lost like we had to i have to reevaluate my picks honestly this week i'm discussing just making five picks and then just doing the opposite <laughs> uh yeah that's uh that's certainly a strategy because um i've done a little bit of that that's for sure All right. but before we get to the cash crops we gotta talk about <laughs> the flyover because you've been talking all kinds of shit and here we are you finally lost one well i guess it's the second time but you lost who was that? Was that the... Uh, that was uh, Western Kentucky at UTSA, over under 73, you, and it went to 59. They weren't in the Alamo Bowl. I should have known that. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm not even sure if that's right. They might have been at home in the Alamo Bowl. I have no but idea. Western Kentucky, the Hilltoppers, just that that mascot, I hope, I hope he gets his fur all wet, and he's like a wet carpet, and he smells like garbage <laughs> for the rest of the season. I'm, I'm not even blaming the players. It's the mascot's fault, that big, red, lumpy carpet. It's his fault they didn't score. He needs to be a better job. Lumpy and I, I am going to give you a little bit of positivity here. I mean, it was pretty well a layup, although. That's nasty. Man, Iowa at Illinois, that uh, that sicko under was uh, definitely <laughs> under. Have I got back to even even ground on those yet? Am you I, are. You're three and three now. Whew. So you're Rush making you're making up ground after after you started uh, and at one and three. No Iowa game this week either, so. Uh... I got to get, get creative for something that would burn your eyes out the watch. I have one. I have one. We'll get to oh, it later. I, I have faith faith that you do. Don't worry. 
Alright, now on to uh, another Flam. week. Got the bagpipes back because we deserve it. Ted had by far the roughest week of us all. Texas, Oklahoma over 65. Wisconsin, Northwestern under 44.5. Vatek, Pitt under 41.5. Wyoming, New Mexico over 36.5. Utah minus 3.5. That's a whopping 0 and 5. Oh. Scott. <laughs> I've uh Yeah, I felt that last week. I know how that feels. Tez had Maryland minus 3, Tennessee minus 3, Kentucky minus 6, Army Wake Forest under 66, Hawaii total under 13. That one hurt. For yeah, 3. I am Hawaii, man. Every week they find a way to burn me. I, Cause they're mod every, rainbow warriors. I had uh, a a be- better week. I'm turning it around, I guess. Uh, TCU minus seven, Okie State first half minus five and a half, Wisconsin minus ten, K State minus two, which somehow Iowa State managed to cover or to cover that. So uh, that was a thing. So I went one, two, and one. And Chris Williams, Iowa, Illinois, under 36.5. Duke, minus 3.5. Pitt, minus 14.5. UTSA, minus 14.5. He went 2-2. Two and two. So, once again, none of us having great weeks. Some of us having awful weeks. Ugh. We gotta do something different. And what's about those unders? Like, those unders that I lost weren't even, like, sweaty. Like, they were, like, just destroyed first half. And I know you were tailgating all day, but, like, that Pitt Vautech under was dead three minutes left to go to halftime. I think it was like <laughs> 17 to 20. Like just – and then they don't score the entire third quarter. So, then you, like, you get like a little bit of hope and then nothing. Wisconsin Northwestern, Wisconsin gets up 28 nothing. Same thing, nothing, nothing, nothing. And they let Northwestern in the end zone. Then they just, you know – so you don't. You don't let the Wildcats score. It's all right. It's all right. We're coming back. We're coming back. It starts this week. It starts this week. starts tomorrow night because it's the landlocks. We are mainly a Big Ten, Big 12 gambling podcast. Smart night, Island game. Let's talk about, I guess not Island game. There's another. Oh, Temple plays tomorrow night? Yeah, I'm betting UCF. Um, <laughs> Baylor goes to West Virginia. They are three and a half point favorites. The over-under is 54. I'm going to need someone to talk me out of the Mountaineers because Baylor has never won in Morgantown. And Have you Thursday watched night. either of those teams, teams this season? That's all the talking out you need. Oh, well, you know, I, I prefer to listen to my man, Mr. Trends, and Baylor's never won in Morgantown. It's true, but I really just – I feel like this is such a horrible spot, three and a half or three, wherever it is right now. I don't know how you could take either side of this. If I'm going to bet it at all, it may be the under, honestly, just a weird Thursday night game. But – I, I do not like either side of this. I think Baylor's the better team, but three and a half, I can't take that right now. I can. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> I, I, I believe I already have. Um, so <laughs> I think. So, uh, wow. wow, we're just going to fight. That's cool. That's cool. But I don't – I mean, I can't give you anything really to put behind it besides that it just – it seemed right. I mean, West Virginia's had some gross games and gross overall football, but it's, yeah, it's a Thursday night in a Big 12 game, so it could just be gross as it is. It just screamed like 28 to 24 final score, and, you know, you're mad. Like, that. that's just my type. That's what I'm dreaming this game is going to be. And so I'd rather take the under on it than... That would hit the under. Did you do that math in your head to make sure that hits the under when you just tossed out 28 to 24? No, but it does work, doesn't it? Does. <laughs> I like that. It's also a Baylor cover. Country that's true. That's true. take me home <laughs> to the play. No, I think that I I think you're probably right. Even I mean, yeah, I hate some of the numbers this early in the week, but nobody nobody believes in the under at this point. But that was what I wrote down. Uh, honestly, what I wrote down when I looked at the game was the under. I, I think it'll probably be gross, um, and so that would I, I think that. Yeah, provides uh, probably less than the score you even predicted. But 
Well, people like the Big 12, too. I mean, they think, oh, it's a Thursday night game with Baylor and West Virginia. Traditionally, you're thinking probably a high-scoring fun game. That's not these teams this year, really. So I would I would be surprised if it – I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes over, but it just seems like one of those, like, kind of gross under games. Well, you don't have to talk me into an under. I mean, that's pretty <laughs> obvious. So – the other game going on, future Big 12 member UCF Space U is home to Temple. They were 23 and a half point favorite. Over under is 45 and a half. Has Temple covered a spread yet? I know earlier they've been just getting yeah, the Duke killed. Yeah, they're two. Oh, so they have been covering spreads. Hmm. But they're bad. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't make them good. Yeah, they, they, right. covered against, they covered against Massachusetts, Massachusetts, Rutgers, and I don't know who this is. Lafayette. Is that the tennis plan right now? I don't know. It just says LAF. L-A-F. It's not ULL. It's I don't know. It just says LAF. So I have no idea. Laugh. Yes. Lafayette. Yeah. That's this is this is like FCS Lafayette. Yeah. Not, not but, Louisiana. But to, to your point, they they covered uh, they covered against you know those teams. So okay. What's that place called? The Bounce House. Give me UCF in the bounce house, 23 and a half. I have nothing to back this up. That's just shooting from my hip. Do you, any of you guys want to talk about Temple looking like garbage against UCF at all? Anyone got, anyone got a pick on this? I don't know. The The money right now versus bets is on Temple, but I don't think I like that very much. So we'll see where that, where that moves as the week goes. Temple hasn't covered a spread in its last six road game. So you got that. And I'm going to, I would double dip on the under, honestly, because Central Florida is going to get out quickly. They're a good running team. I think they, I think they probably take a decent lead and then they're just running clock the rest of the game. 23 and a half. Like, it's just not going to be a very good game. I would, I'd probably take the under on that. What do you mean double dip on the under? We're going to go Baylor, West Virginia under and Temple Central. So <laughs> what you mean the, the word is parlay, but that's fine. Uh, well, who's, who said I'm going to parlay it? I'm, just going to it, okay? well, I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Friday night. Got some Friday night football. We have two games there. We have Navy going the SMU. They are 12 and a half point underdog over under is 57. See what? I kind of like the over. Like, both of these teams can score. SMU's going to score. I think SMU's going to win the game, and I think Navy's going to be chasing the most of the game. So give me over 57 and a half. I, I completely agree with that. I think uh, SMU is, I mean, they're like one of the best passing attack, attacks in the nation. And I know Navy is like the polar opposite of that, but I mean, they can score quick. These are like pretty horrible defenses in general. So I, I'd say. They're, they don't get penalized at all. They're just going to be running back and forth, I think, all night. Yeah, that seems like every time I see a, like a Navy over under in the high 50s, I'm just like, well, that's got to be an easy under, right? I never end up betting it. But then I'll watch, kind of watch the game throughout the weekend, and I'm just like, oh, my God, it's halftime, and there's 30, 40 points in that game already. So it's – I'm all right with an over there. I don't know if I'll take it necessarily, but it's I don't think it's a bad play. Also, just to rewind a minute to the UCF Temple game, someone who I respect tells me that the overs in seven of the last nine matchups. Who, who do you guys who do you guys think Se- said that? Seven of the last nine. Anyone want to guess how many, who, how many years does that one go back? Doesn't matter. You wanna guess who who told who told me <laughs> <who> that? <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like a wise man, though. It sounds like a guy who just told us to bet the under. <laughs> hey, I told you. I, I don't follow every trend that I give you. I I, I try to mislead you, not not my uh, other betting friends. Here. Sit on your throne of lies. Sit on your throne of lies. It's fine. All right. My UTSA. I have no idea what they are. I guess the FIU. Roadrunners? All right, Roadrunners versus FIU, FIU, that's the Owls, right? No, that's FAU Owls. Anyways, uh, you shouldn't bet this game, but it's an island game, and we got to talk about it. They are 33.5-point favorites on the road at FIU, over under 63. 
Find something better to do with your time. Halloween yeah. Halloween Ends comes out on Peacock tomorrow on Friday night. Watch that instead. Be more fulfilling, even if it's bad. No, I think you know what you should probably do. You should <laughs> probably bet the under, not watch it, and hope that UTSA doesn't score sixty plus points. Yeah, that's it. I mean, yeah, that's probably I, FIU does not. Win. FIU hasn't scored on anybody. So it's just whether the other team is going to basically push it over by themselves or not. I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't disagree. All right. Game of the weekend. Game of the weekend. 11 a.m. Saturday. Our beloved Iowa State Cyclones heading down to Austin, Texas. 60 and a half point underdogs as of this recording. Over under is 49 and a half. Rake your yard. Do something else. Because ain't going to be pleasant. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm pessimistic. I'm sorry. Like, I'm literally have my old man come to help me move a bunch of furniture, and we're putting it on the background. I'm like, and I said, if it gets competitive, we'll, stop, we'll, we'll sit down. Does that make me a bad fan? Bet the under. There you go. That's my, that's my take. Yeah, I don't. I have a ticket at minus fourteen already. As soon as it came out, and I could bet it, I got it. It's yeah, like you said, it's as of tonight as we recorded sixteen and a half. I don't. I don't know. I don't know that I like anything on that. <laughs> uh, I could prob. I could probably. I all right. Couldn't probably. I could definitely make the case either way on the total. Uh, I mean, if you think that Iowa State's going to be able to. I think they'll probably, at least for an amount of time, slow Texas down some because uh, they've been able to do it to everybody uh, so far. But I th- my concern is the offense just not doing anything. And by the second half, um, you've had the de- the defense out there the whole time, maybe halfway through the third quarter that, you know, you just end up giving some stuff up. The game gets away, three possessions, something like that. Does that mean that Iowa State's scored 14 and Texas scores 35 and it goes over? I don't know. but I hate how trendy the Iowa State pick is now. Like I've seen it like three different places, 16 and a half, Texas on a hangover, Iowa State covers these games, et cetera, et cetera. I'm just, like I said, very grumpy. But you, about you, Sean? You've been kind of quiet tonight. Uh, yeah, I uh, – well, I don't know. I hate everything <laughs> about that game and – I will hate watch it, <laughs> but man, it is hard on everything you said. It's tough with that offense and the frustrations that they've had from Iowa state of what do you really get out of them? Um, I think uh, Quinn Ewers has looked pretty damn good in all the, in the snaps he has been out there and played this year, which is terrifying. He might have <laughs> 300 yards and, four touchdowns but i hope not it'd be cool to see iowa state cover i can't endorse necessarily betting that but i i heard a podcast say talking about this game and they're like two things happen quinn ears blows up and then you get to watch him have a great day and that's awesome one of the best college football players out there or iowa state keeps it close and that's hilarious because it's texas and i'm like that's both of those are fine i'm not sure which one hurts worse like it I is. can't handle a, a six point loss. Just Yeah, it's why not tack another one of those one possession games <laughs> in a row or whatever they're on at this point and we're in a frost advisory. <laughs> I'll give you my thought, thoughts on this game because I'm gonna get a little specific. First of all, I think uh our, our buddy Austin Narber has kind of an interesting play on this. He wants to play the Texas under point total because i think it's like 33 or something like that and i, I wouldn't know eight. where he sees that because most of my books don't give that out till friday night well he's he's out in alabama so who knows what goes on at those books over there but um i will say the first quarter uh point total i think you can find it at 10 and a half right now iowa state hasn't allowed more than seven points defensively in the first quarter in eight straight games and if you think Iowa State is scoring more than a touchdown in that first quarter, you truly hate yourself, don't you? You, you hate yourself. <laughs> so, so, in my mind, best case scenario for an Iowa State fan is it's a it's a seven to three first quarter probably. Uh, worst case scenario is it's probably 
10 to zero. I don't think it's going over. I say you go under 10 and a half first quarter. There's, there's my first, first quarter bet for you guys to lose this weekend. I hate it. Not doing it until until Texas opens the game. First play, like seventy five yard touchdown pass. Exactly, and, and exactly. Gookin sitting there sweating for thirty minutes, and I will be. <laughs> and I will. Be. <laughs> All right, moving on to Michigan gets is a home favorite seven points against Penn State over under fifty one. Big noon Saturday for like the fifth week in a row. They do love Michigan. This game is gross. I don't want to bet it. I think I'm betting the under if I do, because Michigan unders have hit every game this year. But also, Penn State has not won against a top five team since 1994 on the road. So, yeah, I, I like the under too, as far as something that I will highly consider playing. If I'm going to play uh, a side, I would take Michigan at home minus seven. I. I don't love that, but uh, we'll see. You know, maybe if it moved down, which action's got a decent amount of uh, bets and money coming in on Penn State, it looks like. If it happened to move down and I had the hook, I would be more inclined to play it at six and a half. Um, but I think the under 51 uh, would be where I, where I want to be on that. Yeah, I think that's fair. If that's where – if you if you're not confident in the minus seven, which I – wouldn't necessarily be either if you think it's going to be penn state's going to be competitive in that game i think it's going to be lower scoring uh, they do pretty good at running clock and running their offense and eating time so i mean if it's going to be i don't think they definitely don't want to go toe-to-toe in a shootout with michigan so i think thinking under is a decent play there but you can also get a weird fourth quarter garbage you know, push it over on trash. Just watch this game. But that's why this deep. is fun. You know, that's that's what we love. Do you love that? Do you love those Northwestern Wildcats <laughs> scoring in the fourth quarter when they're getting beat thirty-five to nothing? Anyways, here's a game we want to talk about, and here's a game that I'm excited to bet. It's gonna be one of my cash crops. Boomer Sooner. Kansas is a nine-point underdog going down the norm, and the over/under is sixty-two and a half. Give me those nine points. I don't care who the quarterback is for Kansas. Give me the nine. I think they might win the goddamn game. Let's go. Mm. Rock chalk. Oh, oh, no. No. This is such a gross spot for both (laughs) teams because, like, Kansas is – they're coming off a loss. But, I mean, at the same time, they're they're still riding pretty freaking high. And then – who is Oklahoma? Like, who is Oklahoma? I How are they no a nine-point favorite in this game? Someone explain that to me. Because their name's Oklahoma. Well, Vegas doesn't come out names. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. Uh, I, mean, I like the little, the little piece of information uh, that's in the DraftKings app that, which is is just really fun to apply to this game specifically. That Kansas has covered their last eight games against non-ranked AP opponents. <laughs> And I'm so happy that includes Oklahoma. But that one includes Oklahoma. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think if you if, honestly, if you want to look at uh, why the spread is what it is, it's in Norman, and Jalen Daniels had been one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Um, yeah. I, Mr. I think Bean I, looked good. That's fine. That nobody knew what he was going to look like, and he's he not played Jaylen last Daniels. year. That it's I don't I don't care. Like the only reason KU started the way they did was Jalen Daniels, and you take that away. Um, I mean Iowa State took him away and made that offense look pedestrian, so you completely take him out. I, that's why the spread is what it is. It being Oklahoma helps. I don't like betting either side of of it. I actually think I would bet the under if I was going to bet something. Okay, just so we're clear, I Tez just said I think. Oklahoma's failed to cover for the last five against Kansas. And Oklahoma team is not good this year. So that's fine. I'm just telling you, I don't I've I've seen Oklahoma be really bad this year, so I don't, that's why I just don't love yeah. it anyway. Yeah, I lost a lot of money on them last week because they could not score any points in the Red River shootout. That's fine. Bunch of bums. <laughs> Hope they lose by a million. Um all right. Oh, Gook, can you got anything, got anything on this before we move on? 
I don't know. Is Bean even like, is he a mobile quarterback at all? Because that's where I could see this being like take take Kansas. But I mean, that's what Jalen Daniels gave Kansas and against a really bad rush defense in Oklahoma. Like, I don't know. Bean might not be the guy to do it. All I know is he signed an NIL of Bush's baked beans this week. So, I mean, okay. don't, don't fact check that at all. Just take, take my word. That would be amazing. <laughs> Tell you what. All right. I know you guys don't want to watch that game for reasons. This is a game that's going to be on your main TV. Don't act like it's not. Minnesota going to Champaign, Illinois. Six and a half point favorites. The over under is 39 and a half. Under. Hit it. Don't even think about it. No, it's beautiful. But I agree. I agree with that sentiment. It's nasty, but I love it. And that was what I wrote down for the play on this game. Actually, like Illinois, too. I, well, I mean, you got Illinois coming off that large emotional win against Iowa <laughs> in an absolute thriller. So I don't <laughs> that, that team. That team that I watched is was not a delight by any means. So I watched. I I can side with you there on an under because I don't know where they're going to find points. But I watched the uh, fourth quarter of that Illinois Iowa game because my mental health needed it. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm taking the under on this one, too. I feel like Minnesota and Illinois are like the most true, like traditional caricature of a a Big Ten teams right now where they just run the ball a ton. They just run it. up. I mean, it's kind of like Iowa, but they're actually better at it than Iowa. But their defenses are also like top five defenses in the nation. So I think it's just going to be a nasty, gross game. Thirty nine they're going to stay under that for sure. Do we know if Ibrahim him, him, him is going to play? I don't know who that is. The Minnesota running so. back that's been hurt. Back. He's I, a I stud. Think he He's is. been hurt. That would be my only caution uh, on the under is if he plays and their offense is clicking and they, they put up points, but I don't, I don't think that happens, but that would be my only <laughs> my only worry when when it comes to betting under that under but i yeah i still like it and we'll probably be betting that yeah all the trends actually say to not bet illinois because they minnesota's been covering the spread like madmen so yeah when they had their uh, healthy all-american running back they were you're right <laughs> since the 2019 season minnesota is nine and one against the spread when playing on six or more days of rest so just saying just saying i can i can see you rolling your eyes at me it's fine hurts my hurts my feelings well here's another one illinois is <laughs> six and three and one on the under as a home uh underdog since 2019 so that's even more reason to bet the under i think they're gonna make this gross <laughs> let's go it's not my sicko under i couldn't do it i have a better one i got i got one that's more gross better one wow. all right you just wait you that's wait terrifying all I mean, right i think i have a feeling i know but <laughs> I, put, I put a hint out today on twitter all right let's find some more uh landlock games actually this might be the game of the weekend for the big 12 i mean it is and the big well yeah i'm gonna say big 10 too because i don't care about michigan or penn state because i don't care about the big 10 oklahoma travels to tcu three and a point five three point five point underdog i gotta find a better way of saying that three and a half point underdog over under is 68 and a half. Oh, that was the other over under that got smoked last week. Man, the over under in that tech Oklahoma game, I had that in the cash drops. Oh, that 21 17 at the end of the first quarter. Cute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that one actually got sweaty. It almost hit. Did you guys see that? It almost hit. Um, anyways, I was tailgating yeah. or on my yeah. home or at a game or whatever. Yeah, you so were busy having more fun than I was. Um, uh, I don't think I was having more fun, but... Well, it was, a <laughs> it, was like, it was an afternoon game. You were having more fun at that point. All right. <laughs> Give me Okie State and the points. I think you, you know, might just win the game. You know what I... Immediately when I saw this and a massive total, I don't think this game... I think this game might get kind of gross-looking. I think that they'll end up trying to drag each other down to slow each other down and muddy it up. Like, I, th- I think that's probably what Okie State is going to do. 
Um, I don't think that's necessarily what TCU wants to try and do, but I think the game might get kind of gross and probably maybe end up in the like low 50s or something and, and not really push that total. I'm not going. No, not going to happen. You're not going to. I've not been to Oklahoma State under over for multiple weeks. I have trauma. Okay. I I hate I hate I hate picking uh, picking a spread. I guess I would probably take the three and a half points in Okie State if I was gonna be betting it, but I don't. The worst I don't like part it either way. I would be. My, I'll I'll probably bet that under. God God good good for you. The worst part about my cash crops last week they were all at two thirty. So like it was the ultimate like tilt when like all like all four of them like started failing <laughs> immediately. So, anyways, it's great. Yeah, it's a great feeling. Tez, how about you? Uh, I mean, I've stated it on this podcast numerous times that I just I will not trust Spencer Saunders with anything. Um, and when you have the private council bluffs playing quarterback on the other side, uh, it's I don't know. I might go TCU here. Uh, it's. I don't have a ton of confidence in that, but they've looked really good the last couple of weeks anyway. So I'd, I think they're moving the right direction. You get them at home. Uh, I think I like TCU. I don't know. Like this is another one of those like really tough games. They're just, it's just, they're kind of evenly matched for the most part, but uh I do kind of like the quarterback battle on this one because you got two of the most experienced quarterbacks in the Big 12. And this over, I know, is I know the total's high. So I might, I think the total, the first quarter total's 14 and a half. I really don't like, I don't like the hook, but at the same time, easily could be a 10 to 7 first quarter. I mean, if not 14 to 7, I, I could see these guys coming out slinging early and like you said Voss it could it could they could end up dragging each other down the rest of the game but I think they come out slinging uh, with those quarterbacks I think that's so, an interesting play uh and when because you know a lot of teams especially when they're you know they're good both these teams I think are good uh when you talk you know about their offenses and such you give them that scripted first drive uh, I think you're you probably could see pretty easily see a 14 at least both teams get a touchdown in the first quarter it's just whether you get more than that um yeah, yeah I, 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 hate, I don't I, I, I think the game probably starts quick um, and I may go touch the total again if if it does um but yeah I could definitely see it starting quick at least oh it looks like our game's gonna ready to start back up they had a lightning delay all right some things to think about so Oklahoma State is six and0 against the spray on the road since last season. It's the best guess, best cover percentage in that span. They're also nine one and one against the spread against the Big Twelve since the start of last season. So, just saying, go Pokes. They are three and two on ATS this year. Although, which means TCU, it must be three and TCU has is four zero oh, and one ATS this year. So they have not lost to the spread. Something's got to give. Yep. Something has got to get. All right. I lost my tab. All right. Whew. Oh, this one's, this one's gross. Maryland travels to Bloomington, Indiana. They are 11.5 point favorites. The over-under is 61.5. Folks, Alabama's playing Tennessee on the road at the same time. <laughs> don't, don't. Don't do this. I'm pretty sure Tez bet Maryland last week. How'd that work out for you, Tez? Uh, it's weird. Probably not well. Pretty sure not the better watch that game. And what'd you do? Uh, well, you know, sometimes you get a hunch. You really think you got something, and then <laughs> it turns out, turns out you don't. Sometimes <sighs> the Cody Rhodes, like I'm sipping on the night, gets you, gets you, gets you in the feelings. I, I actually almost bet Maryland minus three. And we might have covered if Purdue would have been able to hit a two-point conversion, you know, and get that thing to overtime. But, you know, they failed because they're terrible human beings. Um, <laughs> I'm not. All right, you got anything on this one, Gook? I feel like you have something here. I mean, the trend is six of the last seven have gone over. But 62, I don't know. I don't like either of these teams all that much. So having them score 62 combined, they are allowing, like, 
20 some points a game each they're allowed or they're scoring like a high 20s i don't know it's it's just like it's not a good spot in my mind i'm not betting it at all i think that over that over under under is is going to depend on indiana scoring in my opinion i think maryland um and so same with same with the uh whoever covers the spread it's i think maryland's probably going to score 30 35 is Indiana going to also push them and score around 30 points? I don't know, but that's probably what it's going to depend on. Indiana is also dead me because I bet their money line at halftime last week like a fool. Didn't work. So I was angry because Michigan wasn't going to cover, which they didn't. So, all right. Back on to future Big 12 member BYU. They are hosting Arkansas in the Super Soaker Stadium in Provo. Arkansas is a mine is a one and a half point favorite over under 66 and a half. Under. Under. Skimmy under. Yeah, that's what I've got down also is the under. Um I don't know. I, I trusted Arkansas against to be competitive against Alabama and Boy, did that not work. Uh, For a hot minute, it did. Got exciting <laughs> there in a the third. Oh, but yeah, it's... I think I've trusted, tried to trust both of these teams multiple times this year, and considering they're both four and one ATS so far, uh, hasn't gone well. So I don't, I don't like really either of these, and I don't think I really feel great about the total either way either. Um, I think there's, it's looking like a bit of a money advantage on the under but uh i don't i don't know if i love the love the under either so no i'm, I'm not betting now i saw something i didn't like <laughs> Gookin, would you like to tell him what i saw that i didn't like well yeah sure why not uh the over i mean these two teams are nine and three on the over this year so they're they're scoring points uh, honestly like you look at arkansas's defense they're not that great they're allowing 33 points a game byu's offense is not gonna blow anybody out of the water necessarily but i mean uh, 66 points too it could easily see both of these teams scoring 30 and kind of a battle it could also be gross so i i don't know i don't i wouldn't take either side of it honestly but it also kicks off at 230 which you know find something better to watch right yeah we are looking at this i I think it's the same as the last game we talked about i think it's i think arkansas is probably going to put up 35 ish points it's is byu going to be able to keep pace with their offense i don't know but that's probably going to be your game right there Right. What else we got here? Whew. All right. I assume this is on a channel. Three o'clock kickoff. That's a weird, weird kickoff spot. Wisconsin goes to East Lansing as a seven point seven and a half point favorite. Over under is forty nine and a half. Stay away. Yeah, I, I, I don't like that with the hook. Uh, it is. I think I think Wisconsin has gone over in every game they've had this year since that lovely New Mexico State game I bet on. Um, so so it's not always just giving up points. It's in some cases scoring plenty as well. Um, so maybe play the over if you want, but I don't. I don't trust seven and a half either way between those two teams. I I, I hate it. Wisconsin I hate, the over I hate last big, week. I hate Big Ten football just in general. So All nothing personal, but I feel like that's personal. You gotta say no offense when you say something like that. <laughs> but there's some offense. There's not a lot of offense, but there's some offense. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I will say <laughs> the analytics on on these teams first half, I think there's about a what is it, a almost a ten point Wisconsin advantage in the first half just on analytics alone. So uh, I think the line is like four and a half Wisconsin first half. I would play that. The first quarter is I think half a point for Wisconsin if you think they have a a one point lead. I don't know. That could be, this could be a low scoring game too. I think it is a low scoring game. Yeah. Four and a half. 
I would rather take Wisconsin halftime. But, I mean, I also don't really want to bet this game at all. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like the idea of Wisconsin four-and-a-half first half. I, I, my my first instinct when I saw this was under. Um, just kind of blind bet the under. I think it'll be gross. I don't like either of these teams to score points. Um, they're both – I mean, Michigan State's just not good. Uh, so, I, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it turns into just a – you know, everybody making mistakes and they both score a bunch of points too, but I doubt I doubt that happens. I bet it ends up a pretty gross looking game by the end, so And this is and, the best game on Big Ten Network all day. <laughs> Just keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Ready to talk about our flyover of the week. Gookin, you are mandatorily contracted to bet on this. The over-under is 73. Arizona heads to Washington. They're a 14-point underdog. Oh, God. Under. Gracious. Too many points. I went against my principles last week. That's what everybody thinks, apparently. Then why has it not gone down? Well, action isn't representative of Vegas sharps that are pounding one side of a bet either, but... I don't know. I, I, I think I, I will. Let's see. Yeah, I'm gonna be on the under too. I'll go with you this week for the first God, time. God damn it! Sorry, man. I can't, the, the streak can go on we forever. Both, we know. Well, I, I can't gonna... just purposely go opposite of you. <laughs> that means that one of us wins, and it gives us good good juju. So I mean, it's fine. I mean, I'm the sicko to bet the under three and a half in a three zero game in the MLB playoffs for the uh, for the Bet Rivers game, Bet Rivers contest. Gotta get that trophy. Uh, no more no. points. Give me that over. Washington six and zero on overs this year. Give me that. They're gonna man. have to score a lot of points. <laughs> they might have to do it themselves. Is the problem, man? I don't know. I can't put you in the cash drops graphic, Alex. But we can probably put you in the flyover graphic. What do you got? Man, I'm, I feel like just on principle, I have to take the over. I feel like uh, Arizona is just, they're a bad, they're, they're not very good. And I could see Washington uh, kind of taking away some garbage points at the end to push this over right, right in the like nick of time. I bet this is going to be close uh, to cashing that over at the end. I am beyond annoyed this kicks off at 4.30 our time. I <laughs> Give us a nine o'clock kickoff for this game, like hundred percent. I lied. I, want... go, I lied. I'm going over. <laughs> Hope you like Officially, that. Island, I'm not. Chuck. I'm not. I'm not changing again. I'm going over. All right. I'll get on, on you this week. I'm on the island. Let's go by myself. I'm. I'm John Snow. You guys are coming at me. It's fine. <laughs> Give me that over. Too many damn points. All right, where's my step past my sicko under? Where's it at? Where's it at? I'm out here. Oh, that must be a night game. Perfect. The perfect sicko under. Under the lights. All right. Nebraska travels Purdue as a 14-point underdog. Over-under is 55 and a half. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. And the under. Yeah, I wrote that was the first thing I wrote was Purdue minus 14. I don't know that I really love that at 14. Uh, I probably would like it closer to 10, um, and I would probably bet it. But that under looks good to me. Uh, 55 and a half, I, I like that, the under on that one for sure. So just two teams that have played really weird, stupid, fluky games <laughs> all year long, and so I don't think I want anything to do with this. Both of them have burned me in the strangest ways imaginable. I I think anybody who ever gets into sports betting ever should have to watch the Purdue Syracuse game. Because oh, my lord. <laughs> I'm out. I don't like any of it. I hate it. I'll watch it. <clears throat> I, I I have the same exact thought. I have I have no clue what to bet. Like 
any side of anything here because <laughs> who who is Nebraska? Is Purdue going to show? I mean, Purdue will show up at some point in the game, but will they finish the game? Nobody knows. Like that. that is <laughs> are, they, are they there for demeaning. ten minutes? Or are they there for <laughs> right. fifteen like, minutes? I, are they there for three I, minutes? I don't even like. Even if I wanted to take the odds at like a money line. I don't know if I could take it because Nebraska could Nebraska could straight up win this game, but I'm pretty confident that Purdue should. So I, I'm I, w- I don't even have a good bet. I don't I don't even a good money line bet in this game, and it's 14 points. That's an interception, by the way. Good. <laughs> Hope you're here. listening. I'm over here fist fist pumping while gooking stuff. Hope you're listening to this, Austin. Yeah, Narber, <laughs> screw you. All right, let's move on. Where are we going to? All right, let's find some more. Is that it? I think that might be it. Are we done? For those, for those two it. conferences. Anyway. It for our two conferences right. and the future Big 12. All right, well, let me talk about my sicko under today. And I'm sure there's a trophy for this, but someone didn't write a trophy piece this month. All right. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> New Mexico traveling to New Mexico State. They are a six and a half point underdog. Over under 37 and a half. Give me that under. These two offenses are garbage. Both in the bottom five. Below Iowa, of course. Give me under 37 and a half. 7 o'clock kickoff. Under the lights. I hope that's on TV somewhere. I'm going to watch that shit. Give me the under 37 and a half. Tell me why I'm wrong. I, Tell me why I'm wrong. I agree with you that this game should go under. And be on TV. <laughs> well, okay, well, probably not. But this game absolutely should go under. But I'm terrified because both of these teams are such hot garbage that you end up with like two or three pick six scoop and score. Why are you, why are you putting something. that out into the universe? Do you because they me? both are awful, Ted. Because it's going to happen. You hate me. That's cool. You hate me. That, that I, Ted, I'm probably going to bet this with I'm you, gl- I'm but I'm terrified. I'm terrified that that's going to happen. In I'm this glad game. you didn't join me on the other under on the other game on the air on the flying yeah, me game. too. Cause I'm going to gain a game, another gain, another game on you. <laughs> Yeah, I if you're looking at their stats, holy crap, like just the matchup <laughs> stats are unbelievable. They're horrible. Um but I mean if you look 129th and 117th in interceptions thrown percentage, <laughs> meaning that there are Ferentz, many interceptions. Brian Ferris dreams of those stats. He wants those See, stats. Yeah, but like, I mean, that's a good thing for you, Ted, that, I mean, New Mexico is averaging 2.2 turnovers per game or give or takeaways per game. That's 10th in the nation. So they're going to probably stop some drives here and there. But then again, I think it's going to lead to scores. I would definitely take the over uh, the last. Uh, let's see here. What, what's the stat I have here? The last eight consecutive games between these two, they've scored at least 58 combined points in <laughs> in eight consecutive meetings. To drop 20 points off of that in one season is a lot. I think these two will be playing each other pretty hard because it is kind of a rivalry. And I think there will be some weird scores. I'm taking the over for sure on this one, actually. Well, I can't wait to mock you come uh, Sunday morning. The sicko unders aren't for the light of heart. They aren't for the they aren't there for the weak mind and the weak willed. I'm glad to know that you have no backbone and you won't join me. <laughs> and there's no trophy. I just googled it, by the way. So still rivalry. Oh yeah. All right. All right. So actually, there are some good games that we probably should talk talk about. You know, this is like a huge game for top 25 games. Let's start with Alabama, Tennessee. Alabama's a seven and a half point favorite. Over under 66. Give me the volunteers. And I'm probably going to bet this sooner rather than later because I'm afraid that once it comes out that Alabama's quarterback's not playing, it's going to drop like four points. Under? That's a under, good bet, too. Under's, under's about all I got. I If I was going to play either side, I honestly might sprinkle the Tennessee money line. Um, especially, especially with what you're saying, if Bryce Young isn't playing uh, and that comes out that it's official, 
Um, I, I haven't really read any on any of that yet to see what the prospects uh, for well, none of it's about. official. Well, I know that, but I don't even know. I haven't read anything on it, but I do like the under. I think uh, this is a big boy, you know, quote unquote, big boy SEC game where they Tennessee's really up for it and probably muddies it up with tries to muddy it up with Alabama and probably doesn't enough to stay under under that total. I mean, Tennessee's been good. I, it's, they scare me because it's Tennessee. But uh, I know, no, it's not how you're supposed to do it. But at some point, that's... they have not won. Oh, the last man. time Tennessee won this game, iPhones were invented. <laughs> that is some Iowa Sweet Sixteen type stuff. Exactly right. But actually, that's probably I probably was in junior high when that. 2006. So yeah, you you were. Um, Yes, I was. I disagree though on the under. I feel like uh, I I've watched Tennessee this year, and I usually don't like that. I like I hate them. I kind of they're kind of like secretly a fun team. I really really like them. Their quarterback is super super fun to watch, like Heisman worthy. I think this is I think they're going to throw like a billion passes in this game and it's just going to be back and forth. I know these are two good defenses, but I think this is going to be like game of the year type of uh scoring. So I would I would play the over on this one honestly. Can the, it's can at the Alabama quarterback throw the ball? Was that his issue last week against AM? Uh, well, Tennessee's defense isn't great against the pass. So, I mean, I think if if there's an opportunity for it to be a shootout, this is the one. I'm contractually obligated to fight against any over. I'm sorry. <laughs> Especially in the 60s. All right. Um, yeah, I, I can see that. I tell you a game I'm also looking at that I'm probably going to bet in my cash crops is Syracuse. It's a three and a half point favorite at home against North Carolina State. The over under is 44 and a half. North Carolina State, I don't think it's good at all. They're four or 13 against the spread on the road. They're three and nine against the spread against AP ranked opponents at 17. Give me the orange men. Let's roll. Yeah, I think I like that. Um, NC State kind of. Uh, got propped up at the beginning. I think they had some pretty decent expectations and then beat Tech. Um, I think that's kind of what's it's what's got them where they are. Uh, the money would agree with you at this point. Syracuse at home, minus three. I think I like that too. I might. I, I don't think it's cash crop worthy, but I think that's going to be on my list for the weekend. Wait, what? Oof. We're going we gonna to them on Louise that? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but you, 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 Chad, you want to jump in on this? Should we do our first oh, race? For, I mean, three way? Woo. I mean, I have no reason to say no. That's He's probably, so scared. He's so scared. I just don't know anything about these two teams, really, as far as. I mean, I haven't paid much attention outside of, like I said, the one. Syracuse Purdue game but uh, I don't know I'm alright with that I do agree with I think you know NC State started you know started hot early against not the greatest competition it's probably kind of ridden that in you know ACC football but and I need to make a note Jake I have a new audio drop that when we uh, agree on a cash drop we need to do the uh, backdraft you go, we go, bull. Where we're either going to live together or we're going to die together. <laughs> like like our Asian Cajuns taking the lead. I have, right. a, I have an interesting first quarter bet in that game. Of course you do. The, well, the total's really low in that game, right? Syracuse is 13th in the nation at 10 points per first quarter. NC State is number – they're tied for 24th at 8.6 points per first quarter. That's 18.6 points on average per first quarter. This is nine 9.5 points first quarter over under, and the over has the juice. It's plus 100. 
I'd absolutely, I'm taking that right now. I'm literally betting that right now (laughs) over nine and a half first quarter. These are two teams that score quickly in the first quarter Syracuse at home. They're going to, they're going to score on the opening drive. Probably (laughs) I'm taking it. It's the only bet I would make in this game because otherwise <laughs> I feel like I have no clue what's going on. So. Oh, you don't trust me and Jake. It's cool. You hate us. <laughs> All right. Last game we're going to talk about, unless someone else has in their wild card, USC late night, actually seven o'clock kickoff. That's lame. Going to Utah. Utah is a three and a half point favorite over under 63. Utes. USC is going down. I'm sorry. The all you future Big 12 brethren, we probably should, we should start doing UCSC and UCLA, but you know I don't care because I don't like the Big 10. Like Chad <laughs> said, give me Utah on the points. Let's go, I guess. And I, I said that backwards, but yeah, Utah minus three. Utah, give the points. Yeah, I, that's, that's where I think I would lean to. Uh, I also am curious, I, I kind of like the over. I don't know that there's anything that actually supports that, but. I think that this might turn into a shootout, just back and forth. I don't know why I have that feeling. I but probably I shouldn't bet Utah. They lost me money last week and a cash crop, but I'm selling them again. <laughs> yeah, well, I can at least say I know because we've had USC contend for a couple of the flyovers. So somehow 65 is down a little bit from what a few of their over-unders have been. So I can see where you can feel maybe I don't know if they ever hit the over in any of those, but uh see why you could probably feel that way. I think obviously points are expected to be scored, but I think they very well could go back and forth quite a bit. Um I think if anything I I would be on Ted's side there. I'm taking Utah. Um not super confident, but if I <laughs> if I go anywhere there, it's going to be Utah. <clears throat> don't agree and, with you guys. I don't. Oh wow, wow! I, I, I mean, you come on our podcast and you fight us. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, look really, at our picks. Can you blame him? <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I just, I I have been more impressed with USC than I have been Utah this year, honestly, and. I, I just see the, the value of USC Moneyline is way better than I think any other bet in this game. So I would rather sprinkle like half a unit on the money line for USC at plus 145 or whatever it is than risk any other bet there. I think that's just the best bet. That's fine. We hate you. It's cool. Oh. <laughs> All right. There is one more thing I want to talk about. If we are we on, yeah, a little bit. We're, we have thirty. We have three minutes to our hour hits. All right. There's an eleven o'clock kickoff. If this, yes, if this, yes, <laughs> there Nevada, is. Nevada heads to the Big Island. It's a six and a half point favorite. Over under is forty nine. Duken has a trend here. I'm just gonna bet it and pass out. The under is hit, forget it. Yep. The under has hit nine straight games for Nevada and Hawaii. So take a shot, bet the under, and enjoy the rest of your Saturday night. Hawaii's also hit the under in four of their last five, which, you know, they certainly have helped out a lot on. (laughs) (laughs) Hawaii, man. I mean, you just look at the totals from, like, Nevada's last game, 14 to 17, Hawaii's last game, 14 to 16. Like, it just doesn't seem like there are going to be many points in that one. 11 o'clock at night. I mean, I will be asleep. It sounds like these teams will probably be asleep. I, I'd hit the under, honestly. Wow. Gonna be asleep. Loser. Okay. I'm, the, I'm the only degenerate that's still awake. I will probably, I, I will almost guarantee you I will be awake when this game kicks I'm off. I'm sorry. That was I, mean, Alex. I'm sorry. I apologize. I, I will not I'm be so awake. Hurt. I will I have, not be awake at. 2 a.m. when this game gets No, I won't see this game in, but I'll watch at least two quarters of it. <laughs> I I will I I will almost guarantee you I will bet something on this game before I go to bed. I don't know what it's going to be. The uh, it's probably going to be open the action app and see what speaks to me if there's any numbers or signals on there and just go with it. And why do we bet the Hawaii game, Jake? Because it's there. <laughs> well, you know, for me, the action is the juice. 
I'm in. All right. Um, well, thank you, everyone, for listening to us. Like I said, we were brought to you by Wild Rose Casino. They have amazing sports books, amazing casinos. I am Ted Flint, Kansas, Jake Voss, and Sean Chantes Fessman, and Alex Kukin. Joining us from the Tailgate Society, which we all four write about, write for, and podcast for. So, Alex, appreciate you coming on. We do appreciate your trends. I use them way too much, and that's probably why I'm losing money. (laughs) I appreciate you for having me and losing money on my behalf. So, all right. Until next week, guys. Hope you do better than we do. Talk soon. Peace out. (laughs) Bye.